Hello, 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 hello. This is a piece I have been working on for a week or so, and it's a really tender one. It's a soft one. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll read it and then say a few more words. So this one is called Soft Heart, Strong Back. And it's under the category of my practice. One of the ways I know I am changing and becoming more and more authentically human is by how much I have softened as I have grown older, how much more I allow life to touch me in real time. As much as my ego hates to admit this to the public, although I'm betting if you know me well, this will come as no surprise to you, my innate nature is soft, open, grounded, and warm. Being in my presence when I'm fully open feels like being embraced by a loving hug in front of a fireplace with a smell of stew wafting in from the stove. It's comforting and generous. And yet, there is a fierceness to it, an unwavering through line, a strong back that will not break no matter what you bring me, a rootedness you can trust. Through my life experiences, I have learned to lead with this strength. It is the part of me that the world celebrated. It's the part I was told was valuable. My strength, my capability, my sturdiness. And I cultivated and eventually identified solely as it, and I forgot my softness. It has only been since becoming a mother that I have really touched my softness and recognized it as myself again. And if I hadn't already been deeply committed to my personal practice, I might have believed this softness was a problem. I might have believed the way motherhood rearranged me and molded me into someone completely unrecognizable was somehow wrong. There are definitely small parts of me that believe it is. Softness is not something people want to be. We don't want to have a soft body. We don't want to be perceived as emotional, which is equated to weak. We don't want to be mushy or quick to cry. We don't want to be messy, chaotic, or uncontained. We don't want to feel as though we are in the dark, not knowing up from down. You can see this in the way we are obsessed with lean lithe hardness in our physical bodies. You can see this in the way we quickly brush our tears off our cheeks sniffing hard to compose ourselves, or how everyone I have ever seen cry instinctively tries to cover their face with their hands. You can see this in the way we feel our homes need to be the pinnacle of orderliness and tidiness, or else we feel we've failed some societal test. We are so ashamed of our softness, embarrassed by it, humiliated by our own humi humanity. The more I denied my soft heart, shoving it down in a way while I pedestalized my strength, the less and less access I had to my softness. There was a long period of my adult life where I thought of myself as a complete, almost sociopathic bitch. This belief about myself served me earlier in my life in a lot of ways. I did whatever I wanted, never really got that close to people, and bulldozed my way through whatever thing it was I decided I wanted to do. 
If people got in my way, fuck them. If someone around me was exposing their weakness and I felt repulsed by it, disgusted, at best, I would immediately try to, quote unquote, help them by coming up with ways to fix their problems. At worst, I chided them for their weakness, using their vulnerability to climb on their backs and get myself even higher up Superiority Mountain. Sometimes even treating their humanity like it was dog shit needing to be scraped off the sole of my shoe. I am not proud of this. My explanation now is very much the adage, hurt people hurt people. And even though I didn't show it, I was definitely hurting. A soft human heart locked away in a deep, dark room does not stop aching. In my late 20s, a bit lost and starting to wake up to the fact that something in my life was not quite right, I experienced one of the deepest betrayals a human can experience. And this was the very start of a long and winding path to reuniting with my tenderness. The pain in my heart I experienced from this betrayal made it impossible for me to focus on anything else, and I was forced to begin to make my way down into the depths of myself and reconnect with my softness. This betrayal is not something I see as negative anymore. It was the most incredible gift. It gave me my soft heart back. It shattered me in all the places I needed shattering. And then I became a mother a few short years after, and I was shattered again even more perfectly. And what I've learned is that this is the paradoxical nature of opening to our softness. It can come through, quote unquote, negative experiences, and it can come through positive ones. Both are sacred. Both are happening through us and for us. That said, it has not been easy or pretty or straightforward. This reconnection to my soft center was not instantaneous. It is an ongoing practice of remembering my true nature and choosing it over everything and anything else. To see myself as this soft and beautiful thing is only barely just in my late 30s becoming my default. And this is what motherhood has allowed me to access. Because I was shattered so profoundly in all the right places, I was able to access a deeper love than I could have before the shattering. Through becoming a mother, I felt what it was like to direct that love towards someone. I love my girls so deeply, and because of that, I can love myself more deeply. Because I have been shattered in all the right places, I have been able to reconfigure myself and see myself from the angle of the loving mother. And this is the most nourishing balm for my aching heart. This is why I came to write this today, because as I was in my car driving and listening to music, I found myself being brought to tears. No story, no external circumstances. I was just able to feel the resonance of the song within my own heart, and I let that resonance open me up. And I find myself doing this more and more, letting my heart be touched. I hear stories of other humans' pain and suffering, and I open to it. I don't contract. I don't protect myself. I let it go right through me, not taking it on, but taking it in, because we all need to feel more, not less. I see a mother and a daughter playing together on a swing set, and I feel my heart bursting with love. I turn my face up to the sun, feeling the warmth on my skin, and I'm overcome by how held I am. 
I catch a whiff of rain on sage as I'm out on a walk and I let myself weep at the perfection. My soft heart feeds me. It is the source of such richness and depth. When we open, cry, or overcome with emotion like this, it is a deep release. There is absolutely nothing wrong or bad or weak about it. Crying is like taking a shit. It releases emotion that we no longer need. It's necessary and it feels amazing. Yes, taking a shit and crying can both be messy and they are both part of being alive and having a human body. I stand firmly and with my strong back at the intersection of my own humanity and my own divinity within my body and my soft heart is the bridge between the two. I've said this many times before, but I don't believe the world needs more good people. It needs more real people. Real people get hurt. Real people feel pain. Real people fail and have to stand up and try again. Real people are touched by life. And to deny any part of this is to deny life and the sacredness of being alive. Eckhart Tolle says, life is the dancer and you are the dance. We need our strong back, backs for what's to come. Yes, absolutely. But we are also in dire need of access to our soft hearts because paradoxically, they are what will save the world. So that's the end of that piece. Um, I'm sure if you're listening to this or if you're reading it, that you can feel the heart, like the heart medicine in it. There's deep heart medicine in this piece. Um, And it's something as this piece lays out that I have more access to every day. And, um, I wanted to touch on my current offerings because Homebody is happening tomorrow, which is May 3rd. So if you're listening to this after that, um, there probably is another Homebody scheduled. So you can go to my website or uh, my Instagram and find the most like the upcoming Homebody. I try to do them at least once a month, sometimes twice a month. So, but if you're listening to it when this comes out, Homebody is happening tomorrow, May 3rd, which is my birthday, um, from 2 to 3.30 PST. That is $44. So it's a 90-minute ceremony. Um, and you can get tickets via the link in my Substack, the link in my um, on my website, or the link on my Instagram. And Homebody is like a yoga class for building a reverent relationship with your body. It begins with a short transmission teaching by me, and then it's a guided practice of self-massage, lymph work, and shamanic journeying into the body. Um, And it's an opportunity to come and like meet yourself where you are truly and just be with your body, which I think sounds uh, kind of boring (laughs) to people maybe if they're doing it on their own, but I think... Those of you that can feel that you need something like that can feel how, how good it would feel to just have space to be with your body. 
Um, so come and join us for Homebody if you want to. This piece about like the soft heart, because I just wrote this and I'm releasing this the day before Homebody, I really feel that the soft heart piece is going to be a big part of this particular Homebody ceremony. Every Homebody ceremony is slightly different and has a different theme. And um, that's because it's, you know, it's energetic and it's transmission based and it kind of depends on the people in the container, the people who have signed up, what I'm feeling. Uh, and so I think this one's going to be a lot of like soft heart medicine as well as, um, yeah, there's some pieces around like fascia that are coming in as well, like this kind of the water of the body and the earth of the body. So the elements always come in as well. Uh, that's one current offering. My next current offering is nutrition deep dives. These are a three pack of sessions, and this is really where I get into my nutrition work. Um, and so it's just a deep dive into your particular symptomology, your particular health intentions, your particular, um, you know, your body and like what is going on with your body and your emotions and your spiritual health and your mental health. And then we, we go through that in a 90 minute initial session after you filled out a lot of forms and I can look at labs or maybe we, we order labs for you. Um, and then we go through all that together and then I create a plan that is tailored to you. Uh, and then we have two follow-up sessions after that as well. So, that is an option to work with me as well. And if you'd like to book one of those, you can just message me on Instagram or here on Substack um, and just let me know. And we can set up a little Zoom connection call to go over the stuff in more detail. I do have two spots open for one-to-one -one alchemical journeys. These are one-year commitments and you must do a Zoom connection call with me to see if it would be a good fit. You can just message me to set one up. And then I will mention fed my six-month group journey into deep feminine nourishment. Enter your details at the link on my Instagram or Substack, and you can join the wait list. You'll be contacted when the next cohort, cohort has been scheduled. I don't have a start date for fed yet, but I am feeling it coming soon. So probably in June, I think at some point we will begin. So um, if you're interested in that, please sign up for the wait list. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and being here and feeling me. And um, it's just an honor. It's an honor to be able to express. It's an honor to be able to share. It's an honor to be able to uh, create in this way. And I'm very grateful for those of you who support my work in any way, shape, or form. Okay.